hosted on dimlywit.com. I was just making fun of you laughing with just your nose. Um, I don't even know if that's going to get picked up, so that's going to sound super weird. As I'm it just... is going to sound weird. Uh, we just finished watching Scooby-Doo and the Legend of the Vampire. It came out in 2003 of a runtime of an hour and 12 minutes. This is the first Scooby-Doo movie uh, in the direct-to-video series that makes a return to the traditional animation style, traditional costumes, everything traditional, and in my opinion... It it's worse off for it. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. They really went backwards with this one. Like it, there were a lot of things that yeah, it felt more like the old cartoons, and it was it was nice to have like a little bit of that, and like that's what I liked about Cyber Chase. But they took it too far to where it just felt like a rehash. Yeah, I agree completely. Like so many of the gags in this one were just like yeah, we get it. It's the old Scooby Doo gag, but there was nothing in this one that felt new. No. Well, I take that back. The only thing that felt new was the music underscoring. Mm. And by new, I mean like they tried to modernize what the original undertracking used to be for the episodes. And it didn't work. No, nope. like, it, it just, really didn't work. I don't know. Like, I, I don't. It's hard to tell, I guess, any studio or corporation that like trying to latch on to something, but then also make it new age just doesn't work. Just do something original. Yeah. None that'll of make this felt new. What? I said that'll make it new. Yeah. It's just uh it's yeah, I mean like that was the 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 part that through this one there were so many parts where I was like all right, I really want to connect to this and I really like this little bit, but then it was immediately get like overshadowed by something else they mm-hmm. did. Um number 1. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to count. Oh, I'm not doing the I'm not doing the 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 synopsis yet. I was just going to say my number one pet peeve for this entire movie, those fucking Australian accents are so Ooh, awful. bad. They're really bad. Just, if you're going to have an Aussie accent, hire an Aussie actor. Yes. No one in this, no, literally no one, I looked it up, no one in this is an Aussie actor. It's all, it's pretty much the same voice cast that like we're kind Normally, of used to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which isn't true. Like it's actually a fully different voice cast, but we'll talk about that later. But yeah, just uh, that accent. All right, we'll get into the plot. And I'll be honest, this plot's gonna be hard for me. You might need to help me because, like, it was. <laughs> I will do my best. It was so boring that I was nodding off. Um, which is the first time this happened. So anyway, if you have not watched Scooby Doo and the Legend of the Vampire, if you want to go do it. If you don't, just wait for three, two. One, oh, I hope you decided not to watch it. Instead, just listen to what this is because it's <laughs> going to save you an hour. All right. The whole premise about this entire uh, movie is there is a music festival going on out in the outback at a big mountain that's called Vampire Mountain. And surprise, surprise, a vampire shows up and starts abducting contestants for the contest. Yep. Um. And meanwhile, the Scooby gang... 
are on vacation in Australia. Well, they're on vacation on a cruise where they solve another mystery, and then now they're on Aust- in Australia, and they just happen yeah. to go into the outback to explore, and then suddenly, amidst their exploration, um, we have a musical montage, of course. I hated that musical montage. It was really bad. It was just like, yeah, there was. they were literally doing nothing. It was like a musical montage of them exploring different things in the outback and like ends with them playing like football or something. And I was like, why am I watching the Scooby gang throw around a football? <laughs> um, then they end up hearing music and it's the hex girls, which is the one redeeming factor of the entire it really movie. Is. Because- um, they did see a poster and decide to go to this music festival. It wasn't random. I oh, believe. I fully missed that. Yeah. Cool. Well, it's okay. They- I missed the football part. So. <laughs> They end up there. They see the Hex Girls. They're like, oh, my God, it's the Hex Girls. And the Hex Girls are like, oh, my God, it's you guys. And I've probably forgotten your name. Um, and then the manager of the whole thing comes over, meets the group. Um, all right, actually, sorry, this isn't the manager. This is just, like, uh, one of the partners for the thing. It's a, a, Yeah, there's Daniel and this other guy. Roger was his name, maybe? I think so. Anyway, Roger comes over and gets introduced to the Scooby gang. And then they talk about, and someone mentions, oh, and then people have been disappearing or kidnapped, and you hear about the first guy who got kidnapped, and then you meet another band, the other band you might have met already, I can't remember, but the other band is just like a spooky band, and they don't really care about society, they're doing makeup. Yeah, you met them a little bit earlier, but... They're doing makeup, which means they're not cool kids, (laughs) Um, and it's just dumb, Um, kids... Do your own makeup. Who cares? Anyway, they talk about that. The Scooby gang is like, oh, my goodness, a mystery. Whatever can we do except for stick our nose into this business? So they stick their nose into the business. Um, More people get kidnapped by the whole thing. They run around doing their whole clue situation. I'll be honest. This part of the movie was just so cut and dry, like copy paste on different gags and different things that I've forgotten most of it. Yeah. But ultimately, they end up and they make a plan, uh, but only after the Hex Girls get taken. And it's the dumbest part of the whole movie. All the smoke is coming out, everything that's been happening around the people <laughs> getting like taken the whole movie. The Hex Girls have literally been sitting there with the vampire like people floating around them. And only after the Hex Girls are like five feet in the air is Fred like, oh no, the Hex Girls. And it's like, man, if you had just... Walked the three feet from so where you were. So slow on the uptake there, Fred. God, he's literally five feet away. He could have just like m- moseyed on over and stopped this. But anyway, the Hex Girls get taken, and the Scooby Gang's like, "I've got a plan." I don't know what that plan ever was because the next thing you know, they're in the mountains, yeah, trying to track down stuff. You don't see a plan come to fruition. That's not like they've got a big trap plan. Like the the most you get is. What happens right at the end? So anyway, they're in the mountains. They get split up as they always do. Uh, Daphne ends up behind a trap door. She jumps away after running away from the vampires. Then everybody runs from the vampires, and then they're stuck between vampires, dingoes that have been showing up the whole time, by the way, and <laughs> another big vampire. Um, the sun comes up, and the sun shines off of Scooby's little tag at the big vampire, and he disappears. And then the other vampires, the sun comes up and they don't go away. They're able to cross water. Earlier in the thing, they ate garlic. Silver was thrown at them. 
and they were seen in mirrors and pictures. Oh my god, it's almost like these aren't real vampires. <laughs> Surprise. That's weird. It's I don't know how they didn't come to that conclusion earlier. Considering it never ever happens. It finally ends up that the Scooby Gang is running away from the three vampires that have been chasing them, and it turns out that the only plan that was done is they set up something to catch them so that like Shaggy was running and something looped around Shaggy's ankle and he went up in the air and then at the same time they were going over a net and the net went up in the air and caught them. I am going to point out the logic in this is flawed because Shaggy is the one who flies in the air first yep. and then we see that Shaggy, his side of the rope, is connected to their side of the rope on, on the ground on the net so they would need a counterweight to get Shaggy in the air first. And then it turns out Shaggy is the counterweight to get them in the air. Yeah, the real physics aren't really in play Cartoon here. logic. I mean, it's a talking <laughs> dog. What the fuck else am I going to expect here? Yeah. Anyway, then they do the unmasking. And this is probably the oh dumbest unmasking I've ever seen. <laughs> so I should preface and say the year before with this contest, there was another band that went missing. This band had like the glam makeup. And people pointed out these vampires had the same glam makeup as that band. So they were like, oh, this big vampire, the legend of vampire that it's about this, turned that other band into vampires. vampires. They unmask the vampires. And it turns out it's uh, another band that was in the contest called the Two Skinny Brothers. And two the manager. Dudes? Two Skinny Dudes. Whatever. Same, same fucking thing. difference. Yeah. Two white guys. Um, and then the third white guy is Roger or Russell. I can't remember who is. Russell sounds closer. I don't remember what his name the is. The other guy who is in charge. It's the three of them. And it's like, why would you do this? And then they unmask them a second time and discover it's the three guys that were originally in that band from last year. But they're still confused when looking at them because they know them in the makeup. And so Daphne puts makeup back on them. To make them with, look exactly the same as they did when they were in their vampire makeup, just without the teeth. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, it's them. And I'm like, you dumb, vapid <laughs> bitches. Also, Daphne has a magic mascara wand because that's all she uses. Yeah, and they she... have a full face of like glam rock makeup. Three full faces of glam yeah. rock makeup, including different hair. Yeah. I don't know how Daphne's got this thing that produces <laughs> wigs, but... You go, girl. Um, and yeah, that's it. That's the whole thing. It ends with the Scooby Gang playing a song because somehow the Scooby Gang is the last remaining band in this whole thing. They had signed up as a ruse, but now they're the last ones. Yeah, that that are in the contest still, even though like the Hex Girls are still there. Well, the Hex Girls weren't in the contest. Oh, they were just the opening. They're okay, just the opening okay. act for the contest. I missed that. Yeah, yeah, that was that was just doesn't make much sense. Because the whole thing is all the bands in the contest are unsigned. Oh. And I guess the ba the Hex Girls at this point are signed, right. but they don't have a manager, which is confusing. Okay, there's this, now I forgot his name, the manager for like all the other bands basically has the worst of the Australian accent. It's just fucking obnoxious. His I couldn't understand half the things he was saying. It's Jasper Ridgeway, and like I and truly, I hated him the whole time. I did not. His was the least favorable of like all the side character voices to me. I could not stand it. It was yeah. Super every obnoxious. time he showed up, I was like, nope, please go away. 
The other voices in this one, uh, that's something that we come back to that I do enjoy some of this. We've got Casey Kasem, who's back to voice uh, Shaggy. Mm -hmm. We've got uh, the original voice of uh, Velma. Nicole Jaffe is back voicing Velma once again. We've got Fred Welker, who's still there as um, Fred, but he also is voicing Scooby-Doo in this one. Um, and then Daphne is the odd one out. I did not care for the the Daphne voice. It was Heather North. And I don't know, it just didn't fit. Like, Yeah, it didn't really fit. I also didn't think Scooby fit Well, I, at times. Scooby didn't fit at times. The thing is, like, Frank Welker is now he's like the official voice of Scooby. He's been doing Scooby ever since. Yeah. Oh. Um I'm pretty sure he did Scooby for the Scooby Doo live action movies, but I could be wrong. Okay. Um maybe I'm just so used to the the other voice. Yeah, I got used to the other voice Scott Inez who was doing them for the first four of the straight to video releases. Um but the cool thing is this is the first time we've got Casey Kasem, Frank Welker, Nicole Jaffe all together. Since uh, I believe I read 1973. Wow. The first time since they were all together was all the living voice actors from the cartoons um, together again. The original voice of Scooby had passed away um, back in 1997. And then, of course, Heather North, who was not one of the originals, but uh, she was back from uh, at some point she had voiced it in 1997. I guess it was on a TV show or something. I'm not mm -hmm. sure. But I, I was glad to hear Casey Kasem again. I was glad to, like, get the Fred Welker in there because I know that's kind of synonymous with what Scooby is now. Yeah. Um, and it was it was cool to hear the original Velma as well. I don't know how long she's around for this. Um, in fact, I don't even know. I know Casey Kasem has died. Frank Welker is still doing it. I don't know if she is still alive or not. So yeah, that's something I'll have to look up. We'll find out. Um. There was another musical montage in this one. I cannot remember it. There was no... I think it... I, we might have to look it up. I think it was sung by the Hex Girls. The, it, the montage chase scene. It might have been. Um, there was sort of an eating montage in this one. It was more of like drink montage because they just had a ton of bottles that were there and a couple of food things. Uh, it wasn't really memorable. And I think that is what can be said for this entire movie. Is that they tried it's to go fine, back? Fine, but they tried to go back to traditional, and instead they got something that just wasn't memorable in its place. Yeah, I hope, hope, hope they start getting better, or this is going to become really hard to do. Um, <laughs> it might be if they're all this bad. I'm sorry, we're going to start skipping around and going to some of the other ones that have like things that are noteworthy. And then we'll go ahead and throw all the other like live action movies and stuff in so that we can get some at least decent things. Otherwise, we're about to have a list of like, all right, which is the worst? Like we're going to have to keep changing <laughs> what's the worst movie. We'll have like negative 10. Negative 10. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, what do you rank this one? One out of five. Oh, I, I think I'm going to give it a two. Like it wasn't awful, but I'm. It wasn't really memorable, and I don't think I'll watch it again. Yeah, I'm going to give it a two. I'd agree. Like, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen in my life, <laughs> but it is not what I would call good. It's not something I'm going to recommend to anyone um, unless you just really, 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 really want to hear bad Australian accents. Yeah. Like, not even just like, good day, mate. It's just like, I'm talking like this the whole time. And it's like, that's not even Australian. That's like more cockney. What are you doing? Yeah, it's all over the place. Um, 
but look up the hex girls on YouTube and then you get the only good part of the movie. Yeah. Even though the one song they kind of like fully sing, like uh, you get a little snippet. Um, I'm going to put a hex on you or whatever. Um, and then you see them sing a song before they get abducted that I think they were saying we do voodoo. And it, yeah, I think so. It, but it was like the whole song was we do voodoo. We do voodoo. We do voodoo. <laughs> and I was like, could we not think of more lyrics? Yes. And then this? they join the Scooby gang in their song, which is just the, the theme song. Um, I also like voodoo isn't eco goth. Voodoo is just these three white girls would be absolutely stealing a different kind of witchcraft. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. This movie is this movie is what it is. I mean, yeah, it's still the 90s also. We can't expect them to be that progressive yet. It's not the 90s. This was 2003. Just kidding. Technically, <laughs> I forgot that you said that already. So the movie was actually copyrighted 2002, and it's speculated they waited until the spring of 2003 to put it out because in 2002 is also when the first live-action Scooby-Doo movie had come out and was being put into home video as well. So they waited until after that had been out on home video and then put this one out. That makes sense. But um, I would say that this one is poo-poo. It is poo-poo-poo. <laughs> Jeepers. Hosted on dimlywit.com.